We would like to acknowledge that this podcast was recorded on the lands of the Wurundjeri and Boonwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past, present, and emerging. Uh, James? Yes. James, listen, mate. Listen, mate. This is important. Mm. This is important. Mm. Time loops. I feel like I've heard that before. Time loops. Time loops. Uh, Time loops. 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 James. Yes. James, listen, mate. Listen, mate. Yo. Time loops. Time loops. Yep. Time loops. Yep. Welcome to That's Popcorn. Their behavior not good. Now stop you now, right there, because... <laughs> the Swampies. One lamb kebab. I'm going to find you, my child! Now, give me money. So tell me who sent you. Listen, mate, this is important. I, I thought you were real. That's popcorn. That's popcorn. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> we got that. We're out of the loop. We're out, out of the, the loop. loop. Safe. Hello, everyone. Uh, we're out of the loop. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to That's Popcorn. This is a film and movie podcast uh, starring... Starring? <laughs> yeah, you're, you're a star, Richard. Starring. You're a star. Starring yours truly. S-T-A-R. Rich. S, what did you call me? S-T-A-R. 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 I better not actually, you know what? Kick off the show, James. James is with me here as well. He's not with me, but you're on the call. Um just to kick it off, speaking of um, copyright infringement, which I did, I wasn't, but I'm gonna. Uh, uh, this is a new segment of That's Popcorn where I put someone on the blast. I'm, I'm gonna put them right on the blast. I'm putting T Series on the blast for uh, reporting UMG as well, except they were too lazy to, to re report it, but both of them for reporting our one minute highlights video of yourself and me talking. As copyright infringement. I mean, I probably did steal all my jokes. But that's plagiarism. That's different. Okay. I, I don't know how it works. Do I look like a doctor? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's because we're just two white guys with a podcast that everyone's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's got to have been hey, done before. Exactly. <laughs> and we're talking about movies. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. It's yep. copy wrong. But you know what? Jokes on them. We're so much worse than those other podcasts. Yeah. We don't even come close to being as good, as charming, as funny, no. as knowledgeable. Nah, not even um, any of those things. I, I oh, might smell better. I've got some good scent going on. Oh, I I don't. Nah, I offset that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're uh, not even as quick as we sound on the podcast. I have to edit out all the gaps between... <laughs> The jokes. <laughs> it probably doesn't leave much, much, does it? 
No, it takes it takes nineteen hours to record these episodes. Yes, that's right. I've, <laughs> to I've, get it down to a hot how long one do you hour? get it down to? I've never <laughs> listened. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've done callbacks, and you're like, "What's that?" Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, James. Uh, welcome to another episode of That's Popcorn, where we talk about movies. Uh, previously, we have done good and bad films from a particular year. Yes. And and now we're kind of looking at themes. We're looking themes. at themes, motifs. We're looking at manifestos. I don't know if they're manifestos. That's not the right word to use, isn't it? But I like I like that you used it. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, mm. and the thing we we looked at this well last episode was time loops, and we picked two films. Do you want to tell me what those films were, James? I can. Um, I thought you might want to remind the audience, or I could do it, what a time loop is. Please. <laughs> because some people might not know, and we can't just go into it expecting that everyone's seen Groundhog Day or expecting that everyone's seen <laughs> Repeaters. <laughs> so what's what's a time loop? I forget. So a time loop, just to remind everyone. <laughs> uh a time loop film, and we, we kind of had this debate last episode. A time loop film is, is I think, it's a film where someone wakes up or, or do they wake up? I don't know. They, they, they have a refresh. <laughs> they have a refresh. <laughs> it sounds like they're going to the loo. Yeah. <laughs> okay, whatever. They wake up and it's the same day as previous. Yeah. Sometimes I think it's not a day... Exactly, I don't know, but it's there's yeah. a rep- repetitive nature to it. Um, I've I've captured a few things I think are like quintessential for time loop films that separate them from just like time travel films. Time travel films. Um, mm, yes. One I think is at least initially a lack of agency. So like the protagonist doesn't know uh, what's happening to them. They don't really have control over the situation. Oh, um, doggy. And it often takes them an unreasonable amount of time to clue into the fact that they're in a time loop. Uh, That's what I think. I think, yeah, I mean, it would probably take me a little while, but then, like, the converse part to that is, in some, it's an unreasonable amount of time to work out that they are in a time loop. But I guess they've seen Groundhog Day, so they get it. Yes. Are you just repeating what I said? (laughs) I'm just redoing it in my mind. It's fine. (laughs) But yeah, I think I think I think it's to the audience benefit where it's like it's like oh, you know, like the audience it, the audience feels better in most cases for catching on before the protagonist does. It's like why we always solve the mystery before the protagonist does. That's my thought. Yeah. Okay, good. Yes. I think uh, we are immigrants. Yes, we are immigrants. Uh no more splinning about that one. Uh, the other thing I think is, uh, it's often a curse or a limbo or something that they need to break. There's like a rule that they need to, there's some like unwritten rule or some sort of That's task it. that they need and to they're do. And they've got to work out the rule and then solve the rule. Yeah. Which I think is where the kind of morale aspect of it comes into it, where it's like, ah, oh, you're in a time loop because you were a jerk to Timothy and you stole mm. all of his cash. And yep. you need to finally realize after 4,000 years of doing this that you shouldn't steal his cash. Yes. And then they don't yes. steal his cash. And then the next day he wakes up and it's like, what day is it? And it's like, it's Wednesday. Ah! Thank God. Where's my cash? Um, 
there are often uh, when it's not when the loop isn't just like a pure metaphor, which I think it kind of is with one of the films we watched today. Actually, maybe both. Oh, no, one of them. Definitely one of them. Oh, not okay. the other one. Um, there's often like a MacGuffin or something that is like the the reason um, that they're in a time loop. So if you think of like your Edge of Tomorrow's or your Palm Springs, okay. yep. there's I'm like some sort of thing that is causing the time loop. Yes. Okay. I think I'm with you. And it's often magical or sci-fi uh, and it doesn't make a great deal of sense sometimes. And there's often an explanation scene where they're like, I'm reliving the same day every day. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when you say explanation, it's really just summarizing for the dullards in the audience who say, I've seen this part. There's something <laughs> wrong with my video. Yeah. Well, there's yeah, often okay. like dialogue explaining, oh my God, I'm going through the time loop thing again. Yeah. But I feel um, like, and I haven't watched it recently, but I feel like Run Lola Run might be an exception to that. Mm. I, I don't think she like wakes up and is like, no. ah, I'm doing this again. Yeah. You might be right. Good. I like that you set out those rules. Yeah. Thanks. They're my time loop. My time loop rules. I also have time loop movie rules that you haven't mentioned. Oh yeah? Yep. Can't can't be a play can't or a, a TV show. <laughs> Has to be. be a movie. <laughs> wait, wait, why? Because if it's a time loop movie, can't be a play. No, that, that, see, I, I feel like uh, we might need to time loop a bit so I can <laughs> give you the definition of why. <laughs> I mean, Russian yeah. Doll's a TV show. Yeah, not a time loop movie. <laughs> oh, damn you, James. You're right, you're right. Russian, <laughs> Russian Doll is okay. not a time loop movie. Come at me, audience. Tell me Sorry. that I'm wrong. Um, name, a, name a play that's a movie. Name a play that's a movie. If you know a play that's a movie, send us an email to hello at that's popcorn of Christian Bale's beard. Yeah. The end. Yeah, that's right. Don't include anything about the play that's a movie. Don't talk about plays being movies. Yeah. Sometimes you can film a play, but does that make it a movie? The movie is, but the play is still the play. Mm Mm-hmm. That's, I've thought about this, Richard. You can't fool me. This rule is... Oh. It's... All right, Penn and Teller. Yeah. Go. So that's, start. What did you watch? That's time loop conventions. I, I... Okay. So, the movies we picked for last... Last week, the movie, the films that we picked to watch for time loop, time loop good and time loop bad, were yes. one, Groundhog Day, starring uh, Bill Pullman. No, what's his name? <laughs> Andy. Bill Murray. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was that real? No, I just I, I couldn't remember Bill Murray's name, so I was just like, I'll just say another Bill. Yep. Also, Bill Murray is. I saw a picture of Bill Murray recently. Actually, it was from the Golden Globes, and he yep. is very old. Like he's he's old in Groundhog Day. Yeah. And I'm like, surely that's how old he is now. Looking at it, he is actually time looping. And then I saw a picture of him recently, and I'm like, oh no, he, he old. No, he looks like a wet postage stamp now. It's um, hmm. you know, man. That's, that's a um, that's a good description. I like that. 
cool. I was considering editing it out because it felt mean. <laughs> I don't know. If, if mean, you think no. that feels mean, send an email. Christian Bale's beard. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and the other film, James, what was the other film? Repeaters. And the other film, James, what was the other film? Repatricks. <laughs> and the other film, no, all right. Yeah, so uh, Groundhog Day and Repeaters were the films, but... Yep. I wanted, before we get into that, I wanted to ask you if you've watched any other, happen to watch any other time loop films uh, I didn't in the meantime. recently, but I did get yelled at for not mentioning one oh, yeah. last time. Um, but it goes against my time loop movie rule because it's a TV show. But there's an episode of Star Trek, which is apparently perfect uh, yeah. time loop. And there's of also an there X-Files is. episode, which is... Oh, of course there is. Time Lupe. There's probably an episode of Star Trek and X-Files for every kind of sci-fi. For every trope. Yeah, every trope yeah. out there. Every single one, yep. There'd be a, there'd be a Doctor Who Time Loop episode for sure. Uh, isn't Doctor Who <laughs> itself? <laughs> Not really. And it feels like every time I watch it, but maybe <laughs> I'm just watching the same episode. <laughs> the character is a time loop. Yeah, I, I watched a couple of other films on our lists. That weren't mm-hmm. our chosen films. Um, that mm-hmm. I might just uh, want to have a quick chat about first up. Uh, okay, I watched. Do it. I watched Final Girls. That's a spooky horror, tongue in cheek one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, not a time loop film. Sorry, not a time loop film. I've. I've. Is it a? Is it a play? <laughs> uh, it's a play. Did you, yeah. did you go and see the play? <laughs> I got. I went saw the Final Girls play. Cool. Um, there's like uh There is that lack of agency type thing yeah kind of go into a movie type deal but um it doesn't have the time looping aspect which is quintessential to kind of the kind of the point yeah yeah but the protagonists don't know why they're there and there are certain rules that they have to like you know i don't know if rules is the right word there's certain tasks that they have to do to break the limbo break the curse was it a fun movie it was yeah it wasn't bad It wasn't bad. It didn't reach the heights of like thinking about films that are similar. You're kind of ready or not or you're the babysitter. Like you're kind of like horror comedy type thing. Okay. Yep. With you. But it's got a good cast. It's got um, Thomas Middleditch and. Oh, your favorite man. He's pretty funny. Uh, They don't have a lot of him though. And it's got Alia Shakwat, Shawkat. That's your favorite lady, Richard. I know, right? These are your favorite people. These are my favorite people. Uh, And it's got Vera Farmiga's daughter, whose name I can't remember. Yeah, I know who you mean. Um, Who inexplicably played a character in the Conjuring series that isn't related to Vera Farmiga's character in the Conjuring series, but just is, yeah. That's, That's fine because that happens in one of the movies we watched. Does it? I can't yep. wait to find out. Um, and then I also watched Coherence, uh, another trippy kind of film, weird things, lack of agency, but no real time loop thing. Uh, I won't spoil what's going on there though. And I watched The Endless, um, which uh, is very time loopy, but would I say it's a time loop film? Yeah, it's it's time loopy. It's got lots of time loops happening. And it's very trippy and it's, you know, it's pretty low budget, but it was, um, it's kind of fun. 
That's so cool. That's just uh, yeah, a few time loop films. The few, a few, a few, a few time loop films that I want to talk about before we get onto Groundhog Day and repeaters. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you did because I probably won't watch any of them. Ah. <laughs> um, shall we start with repeaters? Yeah, let's start with that. I got some right. thoughts. All right. Well, before we get into repeaters, I'm going to take uh, uh, a big. I've got no, I've got no agenda for this podcast. (laughs) All all your breaks, you're going to take a break, but you don't know why. I was going to take a break, but I'm like, I'm not going to put the trailer in because bloody T-Series is going to come and, you know, knee us up with an infringement message. Yeah, so, maybe we'll just have to act it out. Yeah. Here's the mm. trailer. Here's the trailer for Grand... What, what are we doing? No, repeaters. repeaters. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, I, uh, drugs. Oh, man. Uh, oh, man. It's, oh, God. I'm fiddling around again. <laughs> Rain on the wall. <laughs> Lightning. Uh, uh, Here's some Canadian music. Oh, what day is it? <laughs> Bob! Bob! What day is it, Bob? Oh, he does say Bob a lot. What do you mean, man? It's the same day as it was yesterday to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm yeah, gonna go that. murder people. The end. Yep. Oh, That's... it's snowing. The end. <laughs> oh, it's snowing. Here's some snow patrol. Um, no, it wasn't. Cinematic. <laughs> Orchestra, whatever it's Cinematic called. orchestra, yeah. Uh, James, do you want me to? I guess I'll run through. It's been it's been about a week or so since I've watched this film, so I'll do it to the best of my memory. But I'll yeah. run through what what Repeaters is about, and please fill in the gaps. But Repeaters is it set in Canada or is it just shot in Canada? Um, it felt very Canadian. I think it's and, in Ontario or something. Yeah, look, I think it was filmed. In, it was set in Canada. Anyway, it's set in some kind of Northern American town that's a bit cold uh and there's a trio the two guys and a girl no pizza place and they remember that show uh yep (laughs) what a show uh they um are in a rehab i believe yes then you can tell like at the start they're kind of setting up the shots to be repeated Cause they're like walking in the cafeteria and the guy puts his leg out to be tripped and you're like, Oh cool. We're going to have to see that. Ooh, I'm going to see that times. nine times. And they all go to bed and it's raining and they're all sad. <laughs> and then there's like lightning or something. And then the next day they wake up and it's the same it's day, the same day again. And, uh, and then they decide to like, Rob, no, uh, no, no, no. Well, straight away on day one, they do something. They realize Ooh, we're in the same day again. And then the guy's like, Oh, I saw a news report last night that someone tri- jumped off the bridge and, 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 and died. And then they're like, We have to save that person. And oh, then yeah. they run and try to save that person, but they're too late. And they go, Oh, well, <laughs> that's right. And then, uh, and then they go, Okay, well, that was. That was a waste. And then they decide to just be criminals for a bit. Yeah. And they break into Bob's house, I think. 
yeah, and, and find that and he's pour in... his milk and cereal on his table. Oh, uh, yep. Which, yeah. which, which felt like the nicest vandalism you can do. <laughs> and then they find his barely legal um, magazines. And I wrote yeah. a note kind of early on saying, man, they say barely legal a lot. And then I didn't realize that like this was a thing they were going for was uh, old mate's creep. Yeah. Also, like it was just on his dining table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just like. I don't know who this person is. Oh, and they pick up his guitar and they play like, ooh, look, I'm Bob, I'm playing guitar. And I was like, these, at least, like, this is what 12-year-olds do when they vandalize. Yeah. It's weird. And then that escalates to like robbing the guy at the liquor store. Mm. And then obviously it escalates to like murder and violence and just other unsavory activities. Really, really yuck all of a sudden. Mm. And like quite quite graphically gory, you're just like, oh, I'm going to cut a throat. And then you're just like, whoa, I need yeah. this. Um, I did write here, and this was kind of written early on, that it's actually not a bad looking film, at least towards the start. And I'm like, oh, there's some nice shots and framing. And I just come from like watching some low budget films. So I was like, oh, look, this is kind of nice. Um, but that doesn't last. No. Doesn't last. It, it, it's got that sort of like, 2000s grunge all over it you know yeah and the, yeah there was all those sort of like repeated shots of like one of them playing on the beach as a child and you're just like oh this is gonna have something to do with it it doesn't where was that i don't even remember it i blocked it out like, of my mind every time he like goes to sleep and then wakes up and it's the same day oh, like yeah. before the alarm goes off there's just these weird high filter shots of children playing on a beach <laughs> And I'm like, yep, this has definitely got something to do with it. Nope. Yeah, not at no, all. No idea. It doesn't even explain who the children are. Like, it's just like this is this is a thing. Um, I do like the so he goes before even the loops start to happen. He goes to his sister's, the main protagonist, the discount Chris Evans, who's from Shit's Creek. It's from Shit's Creek. That's right. Goes to his sister's school to talk to her, and she doesn't want to talk to him. And there's like. Is it principal or something comes out dressed like head to toe in brown, (laughs) just brown. He managed to find every color brown thing that he could find and wear it. like the shoes are the exact same shade as the pants (laughs) and the vest. And I'm just like, how, how did you find this? Um, He's a recurring character that doesn't need to exist. Uh, And then, yeah, it's just, I don't know. It feels like there's a lot to talk about, but there's not really a lot that happens. No, like it just, it escalates to insane amount of violence. Like, so day one, they try to save the person who jumps off the bridge. Don't. Then day two, the two boys drink, steal alcohol and rub a liquor store and go to Bob's house and spill milk on his table. And then day three, they all take a lot of drugs. And then yep. by day four, they're like, okay, we have gone too far, or the boy and the girl. But then the other guy's like, not far enough, and he's just like intent. And I'm just like, four days of being in a loop is not enough to turn you into an absolute sociopath. No. It's not enough. That's like a music festival. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's me, like, me going to work is five days on repeat, and then I get the weekend. 
if by day five I was like, oh, yep, it's time to play a game, like that, that wouldn't be good. That'd be bad. That, that's a line from Fatal Deviation, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. It'd be bad. That'd be um, bad. <laughs> Oh, there's uh when they're in the liquor store and they're yep. stealing the the alcohol from the liquor store yes uh the guy says like you've got gin in your pants or something <laughs> i don't know if that's the <laughs> phrase he uses uh and they're like it's like it's obvious of course they do but then he just says get out yes i noticed that as well it's like yeah nope Get away, get away with it. This is fine. Yeah. And then, and then he taps him on the taps him on the gin in his pants. <laughs> he does. He goes. Doop. And I think, um, Boop. I think it's not even gin, is it? I don't know what it was. And then also, how does he know it's gin? <laughs> I know the shape of that bottle in pants. I, I know the shape of things in people's trousers, and that's definitely gin. The shape of things in people's trousers is definitely the next Guillermo del Toro film. <laughs> that's that's going to be the next theme that we do for this podcast, I think. Movies shape. are the shapes of things in people's trousers. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also noticed, like, in that scene, like, they walk up and then one of the, the boys goes, like, looks at the fridge and goes, huh, and laughs at the bottles and the other guy goes, yeah, huh, like, What's funny about bottles of beer in a fridge? I don't, I don't know what that little laugh bit was. Yeah, was that because it's Bob and he's like, um, he's you know super religious or something? That's weird. Yeah, I mean, so the, the, the way this the story kind of pans out is that uh, discount Jared Leto has a bad dad in jail who doesn't want to talk to him or something mm-hmm. anyway um, because I think he got him in jail. Is that right? That's sort of what I inferred from that 30-second conversation at the start. Yeah. And then main protagonist, discount Chris Evans, doesn't have a good relationship with his sister because of drug use and whatever. I don't know. And then girl, who has very little to do in this film other than (laughs) exist. Yeah. uh, She has a dad who's dying who abused her as a kid. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yep, that's right. Yep. Uh, and also she's there to be the love interest to discount Chris Evans. Yes. Um, great. Good. Wonderful. And that's I think that's how we kind of discover the loop at the start is because she gets told that her dad's dead and then it loops and then she gets told that her dad's dead and she's like, ah, you told me yesterday. Um, that's not <laughs> how it goes. Uh, and then, it, so, yeah, it goes through. They're all super violent. They're stealing stuff. Then they go to, like, a party and then... Or maybe they go to get drugs or something from a dude and his sister's there. That's, yeah, yeah, that's right. And And then escalates and he makes him eat poop. Makes him eat poop, that's right. And then tasers him. That's right. Is there a taser? Yeah, I think there's a taser. Yeah. This was, this was the point in the film when I stopped caring. Yeah. I think that exact moment when he's like, I'm going to make this guy eat poop. And it's like day three of their time loop adventure. And I was like, okay. That might be, if I'm stuck in a time loop, maybe on day 2,000 or 20,000, I'm like, oh, you know what? I'm going to make this drug dealer eat poop. Not day three. Yeah. There's I'm going to no, try so much other fun stuff. There's no point to the loop. <laughs> there's no, like, they don't they don't utilize the whole looping aspect yeah. to any good purpose. 
Uh, it's just like, ah, oh, we get to do bad stuff again. Whereas the, the great thing about loop is that you can do something over and over and over and over and over again until yeah. you're good at it or whatever. That's it. And make the same situation perfect. But that's, yeah, actually you spot on this movie could have as easily been the exact same movie without the time loop. Yeah. It's just a bunch of jerks. A bunch of jerks being jerky. And then two of them trying not to be as jerky as third jerk. Yeah. And then, so there's like some, there's a couple of loops where Chris Evans wakes up and then ties up Jared Leto, mm. I think. And I'm like, yeah. okay, cool. You haven't really solved much there. And then Jared Leto ties up girl and drug guy. Is that when that happens? Uh, yeah. It makes him kill yeah, drug guy or something. Him, yeah, that's, that's right. And then it escalates. He, I'm pretty sure he sleeps with his sister's friend. Yeah. And that's not on because they're underage. And yeah, it escalates into some violence. They're down by the, I want to say the boatyards, but maybe it was a, maybe it was like a. Yeah, it was like a port, like a little dock. Yeah. And then Jared Leto like shoots some people and then. It rains. It starts snowing. And, and then, then they're like, oh, it's because, the next It doesn't day. snow today. So there's no yeah. reason for the loop stopping. No, it just does. Like it gets to that point. And that's, that's the other thing which I don't think we mentioned is it seems like the amount of panicking that they do, it's like, oh, I don't want to get killed. I don't want to get killed. Even though they've already proven that you can't die, they are still so worried about getting killed by this scary man. It's like, just be like, all right, kill me. We're just going to live again tomorrow. It's like they've already forgotten that they're in this mm. loop. Oh, God. Yeah. It, it just And it's, I mean, I guess like dying is unpleasant probably. Oh, it wouldn't be nice, but <laughs> I mean, just, you know, don't worry so much. <laughs> don't worry so much. Don't worry uh, so much, guys. And then he goes to the sister's house and... They make amends for some reason. Yeah. Doesn't he kill himself? I can't remember. Uh, I don't know. No, I, I think it's fine. And then some nice Canadian music plays. I was pretty sure he shot himself. No, I think I think Bad Dude did shooting. Yeah, He got bad... shot by Bad Dude, but he didn't die. No, Bad Guy shot himself, didn't he? Yeah, Bad, bad Guy did, yeah. Okay, bad guy shot self. Yes. Good guy, no die. Yes. Great. Yep. Um, yeah. Time loops. Hey. Yeah. Um, out of five stars, I give this zero. <laughs> yeah, it's really not worth watching. I, I really didn't like it. It didn't make sense. As I said, in hindsight, it didn't need to be a time loop movie because none of the characters seemed to remember when it was convenient not to remember. And it was dumb, <laughs> but it did have did have that really good song by Antlers in it, which is like one of my favorite songs. <laughs> and it's and it's right near the start, so I'm like, oh, this might actually be all right. <laughs> and how wrong I was, so much so that I wrote a letter to Antlers and said, "You made a bad choice. You made a <laughs> bad choice." I just I was so, so, I'm very upset with them. Did they write you back? I only just mailed it, so give him some time. 
Okay. Yeah. yeah. COVID and all that. Yeah. Um, I mean, the premise, the premise of like the premise of time loop films and there being like several people in the time loop that are against each other is kind of cool. Like the idea of like, oh, you loop and then, oh no, I've got an enemy in the loop. And like, what can happen with that sort of? Yeah, actually that's kind of fun thing, right? It's just, it's like it, it, that was done better in the comedy film Palm Springs than it was in this film, whatever it is. Mm. Repertoire. Uh, so, yeah, I kind, of, I kind of like that. I've got a couple of notes here that I don't remember what they relate to, so maybe you can help me. Um, Let's I've, written, I've written, he doesn't know how big a grapefruit is. <laughs> I don't. I got no idea what that reference is. I don't know either. Did he have a grapefruit in his pants? Maybe. And the liquor store owner was like, ah, that's definitely a grapefruit in your pants. Put that grapefruit back. He's like, tap him not, on the grapefruit. It's a bottle of gin. Uh, I've written here, uh, Jesus. And then, yeah, only took him three days to die. Sorry, only took him three days to rise from the dead. And I'm like, oh, I can, I can hear the sweat of the writer's <laughs> fingers, like, glistening <laughs> against the keyboard as they wrote that line. They're like, this is great. This is the best. Um. Yeah. And then when they went to go, when they went to rob the liquor store, it was the three of them, I think. Um, and it was it, was it the girl? No, nah, it was just the two of them. The girl didn't come the first time. No, no, yeah, that's right. The first time. But then the second time they wear masks. They did it a second time. That's right. They wear masks. And they have like guns or something, I think. Yes. But they take the masks off immediately. Immediately they take the masks off. And that's when they do, do they do heroin or ice? Which I thought was also quite a big jump, but also they are drug addicts. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that whole thing works. Yeah. Um, I've written why they're so mean to Bob. I don't know. Yeah, he seemed fine, except like he was a bit of a perv, but they didn't know that when they were mean to him. <laughs> Yeah, that's like true. They were, mean to, they were mean to him right from the start. I'm like, hey, hold on. Hey, down. Hey, down. Hey, down. Hey, down. I guess he's, he's the man. When you're, in, when you're in the hab, you don't like the man. <laughs> um, and there's a line from Discount Jared Leader. There's a few lines from Discount Jared Leader that just don't land well at all. <laughs> and I can't tell if they're because he improvised them or if that's how they're written. But um, I think they're in like the circle in the kind of group therapy circle mm-hmm. and they say something to, to him, like you just need to move forward or something, which doesn't seem like wise advice to give to someone in rehab anyway, but whatever. <laughs> and he just says, F- you and move forward. <laughs> which I just that's, thought was that's, very tantrum-esque, which is, I guess aligns with his character. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I'm not sure about that guy because the other two main people, as you said, one went on to Schitt's Creek and the other one was in Silicon Valley. Ah, okay. That's that's where I knew her from. And then the other guy, I'm like, yep, he's not been in much else at all. I've seen his face before, but I can't tell if it's just because when I was looking for these films, I was like, man, that guy looks familiar and opened up his IMDb page. When <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I... I don't know 
Richard de Klerk, a fellow rich. Yeah, look, repeaters is his kind of biggest entry. Yeah. But, you know, good on him anyway. Good on more, him anyway. Yep, more more time loop movies than I've been in. Was there anything more you'd like to say about repeaters? Nah. It's nah. just not great. It's just, it's, it's not fun. It just makes you feel bad. It's violent, yeah. like unnecessarily violent. And, and just like the drug scenes, you're just like, oh, don't, I don't want to see them. Just, just infer that you did drugs. Don't show me how you do them. It's yeah. just yuck. It's like it, it went for a hard R rating when it really could have been a PG film. Yeah, that's what it, it feels like a PG film with violence. But I guess like a lot of the films of that era, your sores and stuff, they just kind of feel like kind of, I don't know, PG films with violence. Yeah. About it to me, but. but then this one like didn't even, yeah. Like I don't, yeah, I'm confused as what it was trying to be. Like who did it market itself to? Was this meant to be like a Final Destination movie? Yeah, maybe. That, like, but I don't think anyone would have fun at a slumber party watching this. They just feel bad. Nah. And it's definitely not warranting a second watch, which is ironic. Yeah. Man, that would be the worst thing if, like, I watched this and then woke up the next morning was the same day and I had to watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) That would be the worst thing that could possibly happen. Oh, my God. Anyway, that's repeaters. Don't go see it. Uh, If you're at the movie, what do you call it? If you're at the popcorn bar. Yep. Candy bar. bar. That's what it's called. Yep. Lolly bar. Lolly bar. Lolly bar. I'm getting a trouser full of gin. A trouser full of (laughs) gin. One trouser of gin. Thank you. (laughs) The shape of gin in your pants. (laughs) That's that's right. Oh, yep. I'll concur. (laughs) Line them up. Line up a shot of gin trousers. Trouser gin. <laughs> we watched another film though, so it's not all doom and gloom. No, it's good. James, segue us. Uh, oh, let's 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 watch the trailer for Groundhog Day now. All right. All right. Burp, burp, so put your little hand I got in mine. you, babe. I got you, babe. <laughs> boop, boop. Phil. <laughs> Phil Ryerson. That's not what he says. <laughs> What's Ned? his name? Is Ned? that his name? Ned Ryerson. <laughs> Phil. Phil Carter. Starring Andy McDowell, <laughs> Stephen Tobolowski, and Bill Pullman. <laughs> <laughs> From the creators of Ghostbusters. Oh, it's a cold one. <laughs> We're here at the annual Groundhog Day in in Grandmanob. What's it called? Um, Punxsutawney is a town, but Grab- the festival. Gobbler's Knob. Gobbler's Knob. Gobbler's Knob. I was waiting for the day where we could finally say Gobbler's Knob on this podcast. Uh, sometimes when I'm walking down the street and I've got the shape of gin in my trousers, I was just hoping for some Gobbler's Knob. Pucks of Tony. Uh yeah, run us through, run us through. That's that's the trailer for Groundhog Day. That was Thanks, the trailer, guys. Yeah, that's um, right. 
nailed it. I'm going to put some music underneath that, I think. Uh, <laughs> it would be that great. very good. Actually, I no, think... I won't because then I'll be copyrighted. <laughs> That's right. That <laughs> defeats the entire purpose of what we just did. <laughs> I think these little recreations of trailers might be what gets people watching our thing. Yeah. Mm. And, you know, when we're not doing this after a long work day feeling tired, they will just get better and better and better. They will get better. Much... Like it won't just be a thing that we decided to do straight away. I might have a costume. Yeah. Much like, um, much like uh, what's his name? Ned, Phil, gets better at everything yep. in this film. In, in the, indeed he does. Segway. Tell me what happens in Groundhog Day, James. Groundhog Day, Phil Connors is a jerk weatherman. Phil Connors? Is that his name? Yes. Is that the name? Of, that's What is it with time films and having Connors in them? Maybe maybe it's all a reference because, you know, they all, they everyone who makes a time film, what's the other one you're talking about? <laughs> Just let me go back a bit. Hold on. I've gotten too far forward. Go. Reverse. Mm, play. What? <laughs> what? What? Who has Connors? T- T- I almost said Timinator. Terminator. The Timinator. Uh, Tim- <laughs> Terminator is uh, okay. John, John Connor. John Connor. John Connor. But anyway, sorry, I, I distracted you. Phil? Phil Connor's jerk weather man has to go to Punxsutawney for Groundhog Day and he hates it. He goes there every year and he's a grunt, a grump. <laughs> yep, almost said the worst swear word. Um, he's a gobbler's knob. He's a gobbler's knob. And he goes there with his new producer, played by Andy McDowell, who is like, hmm, hello. Um, it's a Mr. Uh, Bean. <laughs> <laughs> yes, might be Mr. Bean. Um, and then uh, Bill Murray um, has a bad day because he hates it. And then he goes, he gets blizzarded in, so they can't leave the jerk town that he hates. And then he goes to bed in his B&B. And then wakes up and it's the same day and he's like, what's going on? And gets weirded out and then it just keeps happening for a million years. And he learns a lot about his life and how to not be such a grump. I dare say he doesn't learn enough, <laughs> but that's all right. That's, that's also a thought that I have. For being alive, what? thousands of years or something it's, it's implied that like someone on the internet did the math and it's like okay if he learned all these things and knew everything that happened in the town down to the moment that it happened what order he would have had to have been there for like hundreds of thousands of years reliving the same day which is much better than the nine days of repeaters <laughs> <laughs> It's so much and better. And at no point does he decide to do heroin or ice that we see. No. He is, like, kind of manipulative. Well, he's very manipulative he's very to manipulative. people and mm. stuff. But he also looks to better himself. And that's all we ask. Yes. I don't think he goes around about it the right way at times. But uh, at least he tries. At least he tries. Yes. Uh, at the start of the film, when they're in the um, newsroom, I am pretty certain, and I would have to watch it again, which is possible, because I would, because this film's pretty good. Uh, 
but and also time loop uh but i'm pretty sure diane crosses to someone called diane <laughs> and i think that, i hope so because that's very funny <laughs> and that's interesting maybe that's like an offshoot of groundhog day that you could make and it's just set in diane's life and she's going through a different thing where everyone she talks to his name is diane <laughs> diane day diane another day <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. It's great. Yep. Starring whoever that woman was playing Diane. Either of them. Both of them. At once. At once. Every every time it edits, it's the other actress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sounds like a um, Charlie Kaufman film now. Yes. Um, can you tell me, when he wakes up in the morning, Yep. I'm treating you like Groundhog Day expert. Um, I've seen it quite a few times. You've seen it a few times and I've only seen it once. Mm. And um, I was very tired when I watched it. So mm. I'm really bad for podcasts. But uh, at the start of the film, on the radio, is that Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis as the radio hosts? Whoa. That's, I, I feel like if I it like was, it that would be a bit of trivia that people knew. And I've not heard that. Doesn't mean it's not. And I'm going to see if I can find out right now. But um, you did mention. I'll ask again. And then you can just say yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you did mention something earlier about a movie you watched where there were people related, but they weren't related in the movie. Yeah. What's this one? This movie. Because Bill Murray's bro is in it. Ah, oh, Bill Murray. Like, yeah, Brian, Bill Murray. Oh, did you say Phil Murray? Yeah. No, I didn't Who's hear Phil you, Murray? so I missed it. That's someone, isn't it? Bill Murray's got quite a few brothers, but I don't think one of them is named Phil. Oh, yeah. Hasn't he got like eight siblings yeah. or something? And so Brian Doyle Murray is probably the most famous of his brothers. And he's in this as the mayor and is in lots of things that you've seen. Oh, the mayor who's holding the groundhog up. Yeah. I don't really understand that whole groundhog thing. It's real. Power t- what? It's a real it's thing. A, it's a real thing, yeah. That's great. I um I just Googled Phil Murray and a picture of Bill Murray came up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, when you're famous, you're famous. Um, so yeah. Phil Murray, Phil Murray, god damn it. Phil Bill Murray. Phil Bill Murray, he's a jerk. He's an absolute jerk. There's a, there's a scene later on where he's like, you can fall asleep, don't worry. I won't touch you uh, much yeah. or something. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing, like the only reason he tries to better himself is not to be a better person, but so he can sleep with Andy McDowell. Like that's that's the whole thing. I'm just like, dude, take a hint, bro. Not interested. Andy McDowell, who is dressed like um, Jerry Seinfeld at the start of the film. She <laughs> 100% is. There's Man, a, um, exactly is. That's weird. Yeah. it's And like same hair and everything. Um, <laughs> at the end, uh, I thought, I don't know if this is an intentional sort of like book ending of the film, but at the start he's talking about California house prices. And at the end of the film, he says, we'll rent to start. 
I'm not sure if that's like a commentary on like it's too expensive to buy. Um, Maybe. I thought it was interesting. You know the party at the end of the film? Yes. Uh, how, how, like, it's a loop, right? So at the party, everyone's coming up to him being like, Phil Bill Murray, you're amazing. Um, is that a jean in your pants or are you just happy to see? No, they're just like, oh, wow, you're so good at piano and also you saved my son from burning fire and also you did this thing for the local sewing committee. I can't remember any of the details. I'm just making these up. But there's all these people coming up to him. Uh, there's a particularly funny one where uh, the young boy and girl come up to yes. them. And then, because and- everyone's kissing him, I think. And then she kisses him and then the boy kisses Andy McDowell. <laughs> also, Beautiful. the boy, that's the couple who, who he gives the wrestling tickets to, yeah? The newlywed couple? That's right, yes, yes. Did you did you see who the boy was? No, who was it? <gasps> oh, friend of the show, Michael Shannon. <gasps> what? As in like... Um, shape of the water, shape of the gin in the pants, Michael Shannon. As in like Boardwalk Empire's Michael Boardwalk Shannon. Boardwalk Empire's Captain Michael Shannon. Uh, General Zod, Michael Shannon. That Michael Shannon. Um, cool. Um, I did not yeah. notice that. Yeah, I didn't either until uh, my brother-in-law pointed it out. He's like, that's Michael Shannon. I'm like, no, it's not. And it was. <laughs> fun. Fun fact. Um, yeah. But, yeah, how does how – does, so what that's saying to me, what that's saying to me is that at the party, uh, he has done all of those things in that one day. Yes. So he has gotten so good at all of this stuff that he can probably bend time itself. <laughs> well, yeah, look, it's a small town and he's got everything because, like, there's that part where he's walking down the street and he's like, ooh, i got to run. And so he runs so he can catch the boy falling out of the tree. Now, if you're that good at timing, you can probably find a way to do all the things. Mm. And some he might just have to, like, really phone in. He's like, uh... Hey, your house on fire. Like, that's all he has to do. Um, I like to think that, like, oh, no, because I was going to say he has, like, you mm. know, a basement with everything set up. But I'm like, no, he wouldn't because he'd have to set it up every day. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he can't prepare. That's interesting. Oh, dear. Um, He's also really mean to his cameraman. And um, I feel like his cameraman gets a bum rap going up at the top, going up on stage, hoping that people will. Yeah, and then they don't, but, you know, Chris Elliott forever plays the ugly, dopey guy. Yeah. Also in Schitt's Creek, so, you know. There you go. That's a link to repeaters. So Yeah. yeah. So do you get what the fuss is about now, now that you've seen it? I I like it. I do. I do like it. It's, It's dated a little bit. But mm. it's still it's still got some pretty good laughs. I think the the scene where he gets out of the car uh, like right before the loop, and it's like freezing cold, and he's just like stuttering. I, I legit thought they like <laughs> cut frames out of that scene. He was shaking so much. Um, and then I wrote down, I'm like, is that Phil from Somebody Feeds Phil as the cop? And the answer is no. Uh, <laughs> so not a fun fact. Um, but yeah, I thought you know stuff like that's really funny. I think the interactions with Ned—they uh, are funny. Are very funny, and 
it doesn't kind of tire on you as much as it would in other things. And it also reminded me of how um, Jim Carrey's character is accosted by people in uh, the Truman Show. Yes. Yes. It was a similar vibe, similar vibe to that. And I'm wondering if they were took influence from this film. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a really, it's a good film. I think it's worth a watch. I like how the, this is something that I feel like newer time loop films have introduced and I'm not a fan, but I like how the time loop just starts silently. There's yeah. just no like, messages from your past, messages from your past. Here's you as a child. Yeah. Oh, it's that, a day again. Yeah, spot on. It's just like next scene, cut, alarm going off. Yeah. And so even you as a viewer, you're like, is it the same day? Yeah. Is and it? then and then there's the little fulgia at the end when you think it's the same day because the same song plays. Yeah. And then and then the DJs who have looked up and it is not um, Dan Aykroyd. Oh goddamn! Is it Harold Ramis? But that would be that would be good if it was. We could do a re-record and deep fake their voices. We could. Hmm. Hi, I'm Dan Aykroyd. Ooh, good. Yeah, right. Good lord. You, you probably thought I just got him. <laughs> just got him on the phone then. <laughs> I'm going right to talk to you about Crystal, Crystal Skull. Hand. Crystal Skull. You're going to get on that. Have you seen Blues Brothers 2000 yet? Say it, please. <laughs> hello, hello. It's me, Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got, I got some more fun facts. Want some fun facts? Yeah, hit me up. All right. So uh, we mentioned in the last episode there's a musical version of Groundhog Day mm. by Tim Minchin. Of course. Um, I listened to some of it and not much at all because I forgot that I absolutely hate musicals and this is like full musical, like, what day is today, that kind of thing. Um, And I really didn't like it. But the person who played Phil in, I think, the San Francisco version of it also did the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. And I think that's oh, fun. Ben Schwartz. Mm, okay. It, it was someone else then. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was the, he did it in the game. Hold on. Now I've got to look it up because I'm sure I read that fact. And then you just said who it was. I'm like, that is who did it. And I it's mean, not him. I mean, it's not super surprising because he loves to sing Ben Schwartz, but I feel like he hasn't done a full musical. No, it definitely wasn't Ben Schwartz. It was a name that I didn't recognize and I clicked. It clicked on the guy's name and then it said, who is known for the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. I'm getting it out now. Hold on. The original voice. Oh, okay. He was best known for being the original voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the Sonic the Hedgehog video game franchise from 1998 to 2004. So he was like a little glitchy Sega Genesis. <laughs> I'm Sonic. Come on, guys. I'm Sonic. And now he sings about how he's Phil. He was he was also in an episode of Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place. Hey, <laughs> that's good. full circle. <laughs> Woo, we made it. We made um, it. That's a, that's popcorn kernel. Loop de loop. Other other fun fact: There's recently been an Italian remake of Groundhog Day. Oh, called Stork Day. 
and I watched the trailer and it is definitely exactly the same movie. Oh, like I, I couldn't understand anything that was being said because I don't speak Italian. Makes sense. But you're like, that's definitely the um, Ned character. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, and like it, it, some of it looks shot for shot, but instead of a groundhog, it's a stork. And instead of winter, it's summertime in Italy. So I feel like storks aren't as funny as groundhogs. No. And stork day, I don't think is a thing, whereas groundhog day is. Mm. There's probably like a Bollywood version too, I imagine. I didn't read about that, so I'm calling you a liar. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, that's interesting. I kind of want to watch the Italian version now. Yeah, it looks. Um, it definitely looks interesting. And yeah, it's, it's definitely worth just watching the trailer and going, or showing someone you don't know, like you ha- who hasn't listened to this. And look, there's there's a fair few people you can choose from that don't listen to this podcast. But show them the trailer <laughs> and, then, and then go, what movie do you think this is? And see if they guess it because I don't think you'll find one person um, who doesn't go, that's definitely Groundhog Day. <laughs> when we did the trailer earlier, I'm just going to put the soundtrack from the trailer for the Italian film. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, that sounds cool. I kind of want to check that out. Mm. Um, Stalk Day. Sorry? Stork Day. That's just me saying it again. Stork Day. Stork Day. Gobbler's Knob. That's there. That's all I got. I got. I got no extra notes. Um, I can. I can read you some song names from the musical. There's Small Town USA Day One, Small Town USA Day Two, Small Town USA Day Three. Can you imagine seeing this musical and Act One? Three of the songs is the same song. Is it the same song? Yeah. No. You know what musicals are like. It's all just like kind of the same thing, but then it just sort of riffs on it a bit. Yeah. So I mean, I I don't I don't fully get the appeal. I watched um the Song Exploiter episode about Hamilton, and I was like, yeah. I guess this is interesting. But um, you will appreciate some of the tracks on it. Uh, philandering, Phil, nice. philandering, yeah, yeah, and on. then later philanthropy. Oh, no, they're just going for the same thing. Yeah, it's very, very good. Um, and then, yeah, lots, if I had my time again, like that that, that's, that makes sense. Uh, Question about the party. Yep. <laughs> he's playing piano and his teacher's like, that's my student. But in this world, in this world, it's been one day, he's potentially gone to the teacher for some reason yeah. Even though he can play perfectly. And she's like, wow, you're amazing. And then left and then gone and played. And she's like, that's my student. Maybe he set it up because you got to think he's probably done this party scene multiple times and balls it up in one way or another. We just saw the one where he got it perfect. I see that so, stuff. So in a previous one, he didn't do the time with the the teacher and He's like, all right, this is going to be the perfect thing. He's playing piano. And then there's no scene where the person goes, that's my student, and that that's what he did wrong. Boils my brain. Mm. That's, <laughs> that's, my, that's my explanation for it. Because yeah. I like this movie and I don't want anyone to poke holes in it. So yeah. I'm just going to say it's all because you did it lots. <laughs> <laughs> 
He did it lots. And, you know, I, I come back to my argument from last week that you wouldn't have the muscle memory there, but I don't know how the rules work for this, this Bill Murray Groundhog Day version. Um, maybe he does. Maybe. Oh, no, but then he'd be thousands of years old. So that explains yeah. Bill Murray now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That, that does. That's right. Yeah. Uh, was there anything else you watched? Time loopy, no. Uh, like I watched Doctor Strange. That has oh, yeah. time loopy element. And, and WandaVision. That doesn't really have a time loopy element. No. But I watched no. it. So you're 50% right. <laughs> uh, I also been watching episodes of 911 on Star because that is the easiest show I've ever watched in my life and it sucks, but I can't stop watching it. Is it just a procedural drama yep. type yep. thing? Yeah, it's, it's like insanely melodramatic and I love it. And like makes zero sense, but it's still great. Yeah, it's big on uh, on Channel Nine or something. I think could be could popular be. procedural dramas. Are there like offshoots where there's like fire rescue and stuff as well? No, not for this one. Ah, uh, maybe I think of something else. Everywhere, very well, could be because yeah, you don't want to confuse it with Chicago Fire or Chicago yeah. Cops and and Chicago. Uh, Carpets and blinds. <laughs> they just keep going. Just every yeah. show that's made in Chicago, just call it Chicago and then whatever it's about. Yeah. That's good. Chicago Donuts. I'd watch that. Yeah. Chicago. Mrs. Every show. Every show ever. Just be location, what it's about. Yeah. New York, unemployed 20 somethings. Yep. That, that's actually like I'm like which, which <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. that's 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 yeah. Broad City that's girls that's high fidelity that's actually know, no, high fidelity you, they've got a job I thought you were going with friends oh crap yeah mm. friends inexplicably have an apartment uh, I watched I, I watched WandaVision I thought the last episode was really um, disappointing <laughs> yeah I didn't I didn't love it as much as, as previous ones a little bit boring but that's mm. fine uh, and I also watched Kid the the Kid Detective, uh, which stars Adam Brody of the OC okay. fame, and he's a grown up uh, like Encyclopedia Brown type character. Uh, what who, what is that? You don't know what Encyclopedia Brown is? I know so both of those things separately. <laughs> so Encyclopedia Brown. Uh, it's a different version of the Encyclopedia. No, it's 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 about they're like uh, kid books sort of in your Hardy Boys, Nancy Drew type thing. And it's about a kid who like solves mysteries in his local town. Okay. And so he's like that kind of character and then he grows up and he's still a private detective, but he's kind of a washed up private detective because of the case. Is this a movie or a series? Movie. Okay. Yeah. Not to be confused with a time loop series. Or a play. Or a play. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's not bad. It's it's got that kind of like you know film noir translated to modern area type thing that like a brick or uh, assassination of a high school president might do. Mm. If you've seen those, yeah. But uh, yeah, that's something that I watched recently. Check it out if you want. Okay, I might do it. I might that do it. That, uh, that brings us to the end of, of this episode. Um, I'd just like to thank the Academy. Uh, um, 
that's me playing the um, get off the stage music. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I thought it was one of the flies in there. It was a wrap-up time. <laughs> um, what are we going to yeah. do next week, James? I've got, I've got so many ideas, but I just haven't settled on one. But it's going to be exciting, and right, I think well, I know what it's going to be. But I'm not going to tell you in case oh. we change our mind at the last <laughs> minute, which is something I could well do. So, yeah. and one watch. of our like eleven listeners are going to come back to us with an angry picture of Christian Bale's beard. Well, I mean, there were people that were angry at me last time for not saying certain things or mentioning them, and I'm like, oh, you actually listen to this thing we do. So oh, no, it's wild. That hey? was a nice surprise. No surprise. Nice uh, surprise. But thank you, thank you for listening. Um, we've, I think we've found, we've, we've found something. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. We found something. That's how we end it. That's our catchphrase. Uh, thanks. I've been Rich. Yep. I found my name is James. And I and we've, <laughs> and we've found something. <laughs> That's popcorn. Uh, <laughs>